Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. We have got a great two-part podcast for you guys today. Part one is today, obviously, and tomorrow is going to be the second part. And what we're focusing on are the 15 rules or 15 suggestions uh, on how to be successful in your first 90 days in real estate. Now, I know on the surface, it sounds like this is for new agents, and it really is primarily. But there are a lot of you who are looking for this type of information or will benefit from it for the sake of reigniting your real estate careers. Now, as you listen to this podcast, go through the individual points and think about whether or not you actually have fully applied these uh, points to your career. For example, let's say you've been in the business for a year or two, and Julie's going to read point four to you, and point four is what is point four. Understanding what your, makes you money in real estate and spend 90% of your time on those activities. That's point four, for example. So maybe you didn't learn that in the first place, or maybe you thought you did, and you need to go back and dust it off and reapply it. That is what today's show is all about. It's about reconnecting you with your purpose as to why you got into real estate originally, and hopefully giving you a lot of education and motivate, uh, motivation so ultimately you can get into massive action. Now, as you listen to this podcast, and I'm very hesitant to date this podcast because some of you will all of a sudden think because something's more than 22 seconds old, it's not relevant anymore. But as you listen to this podcast, we're entering into fourth quarter of 2022. And I want you to keep a few things in mind. Number one, the best time to start, well, I, let me reframe it. Every single top producer, and Julie and I being top producers ourselves, but every single agent who's ever sold 100 homes consistently for a long period of time per year, which is, again, what Julie and I did for almost 10 years, uh, know what I'm about to say is one of the most important things you can be doing in your real estate career. And here it is. You need to be thinking about the start of your new year at the beginning of the fourth quarter of the prior year. Specifically, your 2023 has, is effectively starting October 1st. Now, the power of thinking like that, it cannot be underestimated because that's going to put you in a place mentally and emotionally where you're going to start building momentum into the end of the year versus what most everyone does is they actually slow down. They gain weight. They stop doing what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level, assuming they're doing it in the first place. They actually start, you know, oh, you know what? I didn't do it this year. I'll do it again next year. You know, I knew I was going to lose weight, but uh, eh, we'll worry about it January 1st. You know, the whole real estate thing, I I get it. I never actually learned how to go after an expired or never got my pre-listing packed. Uh, you know what? I'm Too just, late this year. I'm just gonna, back. I'm just going to give myself a break. I'll try again next year. And I'll try again next year. Exactly. And I'll give you guys just going back to the gym reference, right? So the number, and if you guys have ever gone to Orange Theory or any of these other, you know, organized fitness places, those places are packed to the gills at the beginning of the year. And every single year, they always are essentially back to normal where it's not, you know, elbow to elbow, usually within three or four months into the new year. Why? Because people start with the right idea and then they lose momentum. That's the reason the ultimate hack to having momentum and building uh, momentum faster is do it when nobody else is doing it. So in fourth quarter, you have less competition because they're not they're doing what you maybe have done historically and not working very hard. What does that mean? That means the expireds. That means they're for sale by owners, your centers of influence and past clients. That means all these different viable sources we teach you in Premier Coaching are going for the most part unexploited. 
And that's what you can be doing. Julie and I always built momentum in fourth quarter leading into the next year. And we it's so much easier to take listings. It's so much easier to get sellers to like, you know, expires and notice defaults and all these others this time of year because you have virtually no competition. In the spring, every Tom, Dick, and Harry or every Bob and Bobette in real estate speak, <laughs> right? They come out of the woodwork and they are trying to build momentum again for their new year. And here's how that cycle typically works. And this is probably what a lot of you have done. Now, this is not just for real estate. It is for life in general. I'm going to go back to what I just said. If you're trying to build, really have next year be the best year of your life, following by a whole bunch of other years that are even better, it has to start October 1st. Don't start January 1st. But let's make this practical and think about real estate. Have you noticed that your year in real estate sales is very similar to a bell curve, right? So think of a bell. Think of a bell sitting on a desk. You see how, think of how it has this, you know, bell type shape where it basically goes up and then it goes back down. And that what happens in most real estate agents' uh, careers, businesses, is they spend the first part of the year, usually well into the spring, well into second quarter, building momentum, trying to find somebody to work uh, with them, trying to maybe take a listing, hopefully finding some buyers, all that. They're having to rebuild their years at the very same time of year that everybody else is. So you guys are rebuilding your years or trying to gain momentum when it's the hardest to gain momentum because of all the competition. Do you guys get it? Competition is real. You're not your greatest competitor. All the other people that are trying to sell that house to that same buyer and take that same listing, those are called competitors. That's reality. This isn't a woo-woo podcast. So if you want to have an unfair advantage in the marketplace, start your new year the quarter prior. And that also goes true with all other aspects of your life. Going to the gym. Don't start January 1st like everybody else. Make it so when all those you know overweight, over, uh, overfed people show up January 1st, you've already lost your 20 pounds and now you're building muscle and you're gaining momentum. You guys get it? I know that goes against the way you've lived your life. And I know that goes against the way that most everyone else you know has lived their lives. But this is one of the ultimate um, hacks for being successful is do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And if you want to add a, you know, an advanced version of that and do all those three things when other people aren't. That- Especially when other people aren't. Exactly. And I have evidence yeah. of this, right? Fresh off of coaching calls. Many of our uh, coaching members are indeed listing for sale by owners, but here's an interesting report that many of them have come back with. You know what the for sale by owners are saying? I had my house listed. They were actually expired, yeah. right? So why did you decide to become a for sale by owner? Well, because nobody, I didn't know who to talk to, which is evidence that nobody's calling them well, except you guys that are motivated. So here's what Julie is saying is if you, when you become very proficient at listing for sale, for sale by owners, you, you are entering into thinking about for sale by owners, thinking that for sale by owners are hired a coach took a bunch of online classes, have a very elegant, detailed plan, and know what the hell they're doing to sell their house. And what you'll discover when you become more proficient at listing FISBOs, unrepresented owners, is none of that's true. Matter of fact, the exact opposite is true. Um, and the real reason that they're FISBOing isn't because they're trying to squeeze every last nickel out of the deal. It's because they didn't know a real estate agent. They didn't know what else to do. They literally say they didn't know what else to do. Yep. And that's what you'll hear. And I know that sounds like, what are you talking about? How's, how do people not know real estate agents? I mean, easily. A lot of people avoid real estate agents, right? Yep. So there's a lot of folks that will end up FISBOing their houses, but really all the FISBO sign is effectively is a help wanted sign. That's a way to think of it. Um, and they're interviewing agents for the job of selling their home. They're giving you their phone number. 
Exactly. So guys, listen, these are just, we teach you 20 different ways to proactively lead generate. Just please listen to what I'm saying. Do not wait until January 1st, start building momentum in your business. Do it now. Build momentum into the year, not at the start of the year. So the easiest way for you guys to do that, obviously, is join Premier Coaching. Text the word Premier to 47372. When you join Premier Coaching, you will not believe the amount of information we have waiting for you for free. In addition, you get a daily weekday coaching call, semi-private coaching call with a Harris certified coach. And these are not lightweight coaches. These are people who've sold real estate at high levels, who've managed real estate agents, who've you know coached real estate uh, at a, agents at a high level, who've been with us for years. One of them has been with us for over 20 years. So if you want to absolutely positively have massive momentum going into next year, how about joining Premier Coaching and going back and learning all the things you should have learned how to do in the first place? Roll into the year with a pre-listing pack. Roll into the year with active listings, but also a list of sellers that are going to list with you because you started the conversations now. You guys get it? That's the hack. If you want to know a shortcut to being successful in real estate, we just told you. And it's, by the way, not really a shortcut. You still have to do the work. True. Exactly. <laughs> so what we're focusing on today and tomorrow, like I said, uh, or Julie's made some great notes for all of us, are 15 rules to be successful the next 90 days. You guys see how we're reinforcing you taking action? But remember, while you're still thinking about it, text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Or just go to members.tim But the easiest and the quickest way, it takes 22 seconds to join. Uh, just text the word uh, Premier to 47372. Remember, message and data rates may apply. All right, Julie, let's get to point number one. Yes, and this is part one. Part two will be tomorrow. <clears throat> Excuse our coughing. We are still pulling out of COVID. Okay, so point number one, and I've made this point number one for a reason because this can be an epic time-wasting thing if you do it wrong, and that is, number one, pick your broker wisely. Does your broker have stock awards, health insurance, daily education, and revenue share? It's costly to start with the wrong brokerage. Having to switch later costs you not just time, but also money. So choose your broker wisely. I'm not exaggerating when I say I've been having at least three or four conversations a day mm -hmm. with eight, mostly teams at this point that are looking to move over to EXP Realty. Yep. And every single example... They're, the money just the money that they would save by being at EXP, that in itself was, is going to save them in some cases. There was one that was going to save $100,000 a year. I heard that. Constantly. By the way, that's not the most. The most I ever found, and I, I won't mention your name, Chuck, was <laughs> I had somebody who we brought into EXP two years ago, and he was saving by moving over to EXP over 350000 per year Amazing. by being at EXP. And because he's at EXP, he actually effectively, because he gets his cap back, which is only sixteen grand in the form of EXPI stock, he effectively now has the broker paying him and he's not paying the broker. Yeah. So look, guys, the bottom line is choose your broker wisely. And it matters like you cannot possibly imagine, especially over time. Because when you choose the – look, EXP Realty will make you an owner in the company. You will earn EXPI – which is the ticker symbol on NASDAQ, shares in the company. You'll have opportunities for health insurance, stock awards, revenue share. And by the way, the cap's 16 grand. So for most of you, that's going to save you an enormous amount of money. No, not 16 grand plus 6%. Nothing like that. It's 16 grand. That's it. There are no other Mickey Mouse fees. You can join and that is your cap. After you cap, you are 100%. How many of you, just from listening to this podcast, now understanding what EXP Realty is all about, just from that little facet of it, will save yourselves an instant twenty or thirty thousand dollars? 
We are entering into uncharted waters in the economy. There is no doubt, and this is the reason why I'm having so many of these teams that are moving over to EXP Realty. People are looking for viable financial options to the path that they're on now with regards to being, you know, maybe they're brokers or maybe they're with a broker. You've got to open your minds to the ways that you could be making money in addition to transactional revenue. Text me directly and I will walk you through the possibility of you creating all kinds of, you know, like I said, revenue share and all other uh, forms of passive income through eXp Realty. Text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206, and just put the letters eXp in the uh, text, and we'll have this conversation. Every single one of you, part one, point one, every single one of you need to be making sure you're choosing your broker wisely, and you you do need to check to make sure the broker you chose three or four years ago is the one you should be with for the next three or four years. It really matters that much. Point number two. Point number two, commit to earning while you learn and be learning all the time. You don't have to be perfect to be productive. You must take action from day one in order to build your skills quickly. The best people to role play with are actual prospects with actual homes to sell. Getting ready to get started has to end today. This is a major thing that I see amongst agents and some you know, sometimes that can last for years. If hopefully it's only a month or two, but you've got to stop the getting ready to get started and get into action. So I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz you on something. Your sure. point two is making me think of. So if you have to choose the like, if you're choosing, or if uh, an agent can choose a quality or characteristic they have, I'm going to give you two different characteristics, and you choose. You tell me which one's most important. Okay. okay. Energy, enthusiasm, or experience. Energy and enthusiasm for sure. hundred percent. hundred percent. And we speak from experience on that. Right. Okay. Let yeah. me, yeah, exactly. Now, number two, um, energy, enthusiasm, or a, a fancy degree from Harvard. Definitely energy and enthusiasm. Okay. Uh, how about this next one? Um, youthfulness and good looks <laughs> versus, uh, but low energy. Okay. Right. And I noticed a lot of millennials like to be, act like they're, you know, have low energy and like you know, it's okay to wear your jammies to work kind of thing. type yeah. of thing. Mm -hmm. All right. So youthfulness and good looks or, uh, old, ugly, but great energy enthusiasm. Always energy and enthusiasm. And you know, it's not just us saying that sellers will say that to you, especially buyers too, but sellers will oftentimes say, I chose you because you had the enthusiasm for selling my house. I chose you because they'll say things like you believed in the house or you believed in our needs, stuff like that, which comes only from energy and enthusiasm. And you know, it's easy to manufacture energy and enthusiasm when you are newer and you're nervous about everything. You can channel that into being excited. Well, you combine energy and enthusiasm with someone understanding only maybe, and I'm just, this isn't what I should say, but this is the truth. If you had energy and enthusiasm, it does not matter what you're, if you have a high IQ or a low IQ, if you have lots of education or little education, if you are, you know, you come from living in a double wide or you come from living on, you know, some top of some big building in Manhattan, it does not matter. If you understand really 30 to 40% of our system are that you get with Premier Coaching and you have energy and enthusiasm, you will hand the market its ass nine times out of 10. Because what happens yeah. is, is people don't have energy and enthusiasm. Homeowners will always choose an agent that's inexperienced, that's, you know, brand new licensee. If they have energy and enthusiasm, if they feel like they have a real genuine interest in getting their home sold, 
over somebody who has tons of experience. And I know because I am one that kind of pisses grizzled veterans off. <laughs> so grizzled veterans, here's your takeaway. Do not lose the energy and enthusiasm you had when you got into real estate. If you're finding yourself not becoming successful in real estate, but you have learned so much, you've, you're, you know, you're constantly going and getting education and attending classes and seminars, but you're not selling any real estate, go back and think about what we just talked about with regards to energy and enthusiasm. The highest paid people on planet Earth are the ones that have the most energy and enthusiasm. People want to feel energy and enthusiasm. They well, that, and that's especially true in a shifting market because it's totally. the grizzled veterans that will roll into a listing appointment and kind of feel like they've got it coming to them and then add a layer of negativity because the market's shifting and, oh, my gosh, there's higher days on the market and there's more to compete against versus somebody who maybe just got their license 30 days ago, hasn't even had any of those thoughts, is so excited to take their next new listing, can't wait to roll out their marketing plan, do an open house, and do a great job for that seller. Well, look at, for example, if you think of someone who's naturally low energy and enthusiasm, that'd be an analytical person, right? Possibly. And an an sure. poss Most likely. Yeah. And, a low analy and an analytical person will be over-prepared, but have low energy and enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. But if you take an analytical person who naturally wants to be overprepared and you add energy and enthusiasm. Now they're dangerous. Now they're dangerous. Yeah, that totally is some, agree. that is somebody in all facets of life that has an unbelievable advantage on every other human. hundred percent. So just yes. keep Okay. So speaking of which you can apply that to point number three, your job is to create your sphere of influence. Sometimes we call that your center of influence and expand it daily. These are the people who you already know. Use your smartphone contacts to create a database. And no, you don't have to have an expensive database. You can use Google Contacts. You can use, you, mean, you know. Free. She means CRM. CRM. You, you do not. Sorry. Now, with eXp Realty, they give you a CRM. Yep. Julie and I are absolutely positively not advocates of you guys spending hundreds of dollars per year for an overly complicated CRM that you will never that use. That you'll never use anyway. And if yeah. ever, Julie and I got into real estate in the early 90s and the CRM wars were going on then, they're going on now. Trust me when I tell you, 99% of you will not need a fancy CRM ever. The CRM that you get with eXp Realty, and a lot of your brokerages, frankly, they all offer CRMs as well. Use those, or like Julie just said, use their free resources from Google. You do not need to subscribe to something just because people are peering you into thinking that yeah. you have some sort of multifaceted funnel-based system with a billion different follow-ups. You're not going to use all that stuff. You Not only are you not going to use it, but the actual proof is in that those long-term lead follow-up campaigns have a single digit percent of working and they are in essence you can completely stop doing them the way to be successful in real estate is to become very good at proactively lead generating and then really good at pre-qualifying and then looking for the people that want to transact in the next 90 days or less and those that do not want to transact in the next 90 days or less if you choose to put them in a crm and drip on them you can just do not think for a second that has any value it doesn't so your job is to always be looking for new people to be doing business with. That's right. And what should you say and how should you say it? Well, of course, we do the deep dive in Premier Coaching, but your job is to talk about real estate all the time with everyone, learn the Ford memory jogger, internalize it, and use it all the time. That's family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. Those are your talking points. We have done dedicated podcasts all about how to do that. So you can refer to that, get polished up on that, re-listen to it. But the, the object here is to not be a secret agent. You've got to be talking to people who you already know. Why do we start with that? Well, because all of you have people that you know. They already know, love, and trust you. It tends to be an easier transaction. They tend not to make you have to compete most times. 
And for most agents, especially newer agents, their first three to 10 transactions are almost always from that spoke. Well, let's just drill down on this for a little bit. Since we're trying to basically, this podcast was originally designed for new agents or agents that yes. are actually trying to be, you know, get reengaged, mm -hmm. right? What Julie just said, that last point right there, none of you are doing it. Don't say you are. You're lying. You're not. What most of you are doing is you're secret agents. You are fearful of having a real estate conversation. And I'll give you the obvious low-hanging fruit of answers why, because you don't know what to say or how to say it, okay? So I'll give you that. But the real reason is, is because your mind is filling with all this bullshit about what will they think of me if I ask them, if I bring up real estate? They'll think I'm, a, you know, they'll think I'm desperate for money. They'll think I'm all these negative words. <clears throat> they'll think you're starving, yep. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, they'll think I only want to be friends with them for the sake of doing a real estate deal. They'll think, you guys noticed this? This is all amateurish, hackish thinking. No real estate professional, no professional period thinks like that. Because the reality of this is they think the exact opposite. A, if they even know you're in real estate and you're not bringing it up, they think you don't want to do business with them. They think you're disorganized. They think you're not professional. So when you're a real estate agent and you're not talking to people about real estate, you are actually making them think really bad thoughts about you. The exact opposite of what you hope to be having happen. Some of you have worked yourselves in these big ego messes of, I don't want to bring up real estate. They have to bring it up with me. I've heard you say that, listeners. I, know, I, know. I cannot believe that. It doesn't even remotely make sense to me. Uh, I'm not going to bring up real estate, but they have to bring it up with me. I'm by referral only. And if someone doesn't bring it up, I'll tell them by referral. But if they don't send me a referral, if they don't blah, blah, blah. Doesn't make sense. That's not how professionals think. That's not how professionals act. If you don't bring up real estate to them, now, you don't know to say you don't know how to say it, yes, join Premier Coaching. But one of the greatest ways you can end every conversation with everyone, and I love this line because I've had zillions of coaching clients use it over the years, and it works so well, in even the most amiable, nicest, sweetest, whatever, however you label yourself or see yourself person can use it. And here it all, you know, this is it, ready? At the end of a conversation, by the way, Bob, who do you know who's thinking about buying or selling? that I should be helping, or more specifically, the advanced version of it. Hey, Bob, um, before I let you go, who are the one or two people that you know who are thinking about selling that I should be helping in this market? You ask that question, and no, you cannot or should not do your version of it until you've gotten really good at it. And then it's when not you do you know. It's whom do you know, that's first right. of all. This is more drill down that you get in coaching. And, you know, it really does work because one of the things that we work with coaching clients with is you guys do a lot. Once you're in production, you do have a high volume of calls just taking after your deals. You talk to home inspectors. You talk to stagers. You talk to mortgage people, title people. It's okay to ask them, too, who they know because you're already on the phone. So this is really a habit to get into from the get-go. And look at all the keywords in that little simple phrasing, right? Who do you, whom do you know, or more importantly, who are the one or two people that you know who are thinking about selling that I should be helping in this market, right? All these things are very powerful hooks. You start integrating those types of words into every single conversation you have, and then magically, here's what's going to happen. And I pray you allow yourself to have this experience. You're going to realize there were real estate transactions happening all around you at all times. You just weren't tuned into the right frequency to use the woo-woo word, uh, you know, Very way true. of framing this. Everywhere around you constantly, people are buying and selling real estate. They're just not doing it with you yet because you're not letting them know that you want to do deals with them. You have to ask. If you, if you, want, if you do not have the success that you want, it's because you haven't earned it yet. 
You haven't earned it yet through the effort of helping other people accomplish their goals. Do not make it more complicated than that. Do not think it's because you need more marketing and branding. Do not think it's because other people have an advantage over you. Do not think it's because you're too old, you're too young, you're too this or you're too the other things. Those are just bullshit excuses. It's because you you want to be successful. You want to have certain experiences in your life. You haven't earned the right to have those yet. And the way you do it is by offering to be of help to other people. You don't know what to say. You don't know how to say it. You don't actually know how to be helped to other people. That goes back to Julie's previous point. Learn how to uh, do that, but don't learn and then go out and earn. Learn while you earn. That's one of the tenets of our book, one of the tenets of our coaching. It's one of the tenets that all of you should know about life. You do not uh, spend a whole bunch of time learning and preparing and then thinking you're going to go and launch into the world. That actually doesn't work. The way you do it is you go out and you learn, you go out, launch yourself into the world. You involve yourself in our coaching program. You practice the scripts, not with other realtors role-playing. You practice the scripts with actual sellers and actual buyers. That causes you to learn really, really fast because the other side of you saying it right, you get paid. Yes, which encourages you to do it more. Or you get Strangely fired. Strangely enough. Or you yeah, get or fired. Or you get fired and you change your ways. Okay. Yes. So that leads us to point number four, understand what makes you money in real estate and spend 90% of your time in those activities. That seems pretty logical. Proactive lead generation, furiously fast lead follow-up, pre-qualifying using our proven scripts, presenting, negotiating, and closing. The most important actions on this list are, of course, proactively generating leads, following up immediately, pre-qualifying and presenting in such a way that you do win the business. You can hire somebody to process your transactions when you're consistently generating closings. So 90% of your day needs to be in generating new leads. Even those of you who are listening and you already have your handful of leads that you're working you still need to be following this because some of them won't work out. Some of them won't be qualified. Some of them will lose their will to sell. Some of them just won't listen to your pricing. So you need to overcorrect by having more going on than you think you need to. In this market, that's incredibly true. And this goes back to the real estate treasure map, which is your fill in the blank business plan. You do get that for free when you join Premier Coaching. But Real Estate Treasure Map will help you go through all your, of your finances, your personal, your business, all your all the things you want to pay for, you know, vacations and whatnot, have to pay for all of it. It's going to really drill down, and you're going to, if you're married, have a partner, go through this with them, and do all the process together, because the output is going to be one number, and that one number is the number of listings you need at all times to meet or exceed your financial goals. And that is really what matters. Because if you want to have direction in your business and personal life, if you want to know what the hell you should be focusing on, it's your real estate magic number. That is the bottom line. And for many of you, the number of listings you need at all times would be like three to five. You hardly need any, really. In a market like this, this time of year, all of you can have that many of listings. It's not that difficult. Uh, again, this is what we teach you in coaching. Julie, point number five yes. is a long one, so have at it. <clears throat> point number five, understand the spokes in the wheel model. Again, we're giving you the 30,000-foot version of this, so we'll drill down in coaching. But understand the spokes in the wheel model. Choose your lead generation spokes. Those are your avenues of business wisely and work on them daily. Focus mainly on people who clearly have a desire to sell their home and supplement with regular communication to your database, your sphere of influence. Here are our favorite list of spokes, which everyone listening can utilize. And don't just choose one and be a one-spoke wonder. What'd you skip in that point? Explaining the spokes, which I'm getting to. Okay, good. Okay, uh, so that you work multiple spokes to ensure your success. So what are we talking about 
in your lead generation spokes or your lead generation wheel. So you're going to imagine you've got a bicycle and you have assembled it. Maybe you followed the directions, maybe you didn't. It seems that you didn't because you have one spoke in the front of your wheel. Well, so the spokes on the wheel analogy, the more spokes you have on your wheel, obviously the stronger your wheel is going to be. And what most agents do is they barely have one spoke. So when that wheel is rolling down the road and it hits a pebble, of course the wheel has no integrity and it's going to fold like a deck of cards. And you wipe out, like when the market shifts, that's a big pebble in the road. That's a pothole. You wipe out. That's why we kind of lovingly call you one spoke wonders when that happens. And the most common spoke, of course, it's changed over the past like five years, but the traditionally the most common spoke, the one spoke wonder types is centers of influence and past clients. Yes. You guys have never learned how to be competitive. You're just working your centers of influence and past clients because it's a low skill activity for the most part with low rejection. It's also the first spoke we want you to add to your wheel. But if your whole business is predicated on centers of influence and past clients, you will find that in a changing market like this, you're going to suffer the most. But I'll tell you, I don't think actually that's even the most pernicious one spoke wonder types. The most pernicious are those of you who've only been buying business. Absolutely. You're the ones that are going to suffer the most if all your business has been coming from uh, you know, essentially buying leads. Buying leads in a market like this is going to be brutal to those agents. And there's a whole bunch of reasons why, but the real bottom line is, is because a lot of these lead selling companies, the lead quality is going to go down. The cost of the lead is going to go up. All these other things are going to happen. Some of you, it, it's not normal listeners to be paying for all your damn leads. It's not normal to be paying 25, 35, 40% referral fees. Not when you can go out and get your own business. How much are you going to waste and lose buying business when you could have taken that same amount of time and effort and learn how to generate your own business? So as Julie's going through some of these spokes, I want you to be thinking about the way you do this is your first spoke should be your centers of influence and past client. Then the second spoke needs to be something that's proactively lead generated. Do not just gravitate towards the branding and the marketing. Do not, so when you're going through these, think in your mind, is this going to put me or is what I'm doing going to put me in direct contact with a prospective seller where the seller could potentially say yes or say no to me? And if the answer is that your lead generation spoke idea is not going to result in you potentially having someone sign a contract, then it should not be a spoke on your wheel, especially in your formidable time when you're building your real estate business. Well, you can't call it a spoke because it's not predictable or duplicatable and because it's costing you too much. So I, I put, <clears throat> excuse me, after your center of influence, I put down, because we're talking mainly to new or newer agents, open houses, because all of you guys can do this and it won't cost you any money. Absolutely hot lead generators in today's market, but you've got to do it right. Again, we have dedicated podcasts all about this well, and a huge section in Premier Coaching on it. I was going to say, I mean, open houses in every market They're right killer. now is ridiculous. And we do have an open house checklist and very robust open house system as part of uh, Premier Coaching. Unrepresented owners, aka, Fis AKA FISBOs. They're handing you their phone numbers. We've talked about that a second ago. They have for sale signs already in their yards. If you guys want to know how to get for, for sale by owner phone numbers, opposed to just driving around, there are lead sources for that. We share all that with you in Premier Coaching. There are two or three companies who actually go to the effort of finding all that information for you. Same companies also will send you expired information. I'm asking you not to use the not the information is readily available. Do not use the excuse. I do not how to know how to get the information. We are going to tell you how to get it. That's right. Same with expireds, older expireds, withdrawns, and temporarily off-the-market listings. A huge goldmine. Some of our most proactive coaching clients are looking at this as their opportunity to pick and choose their next listings, which is one of the only ways you can do it. You can decide what you're going after. Right. Old expireds, guys, goldmine. 
Absolutely. Goldmine alert. Make sure you're looking to those. And don't just assume that a withdrawal is not an expired because what some agents will do is they do not want their listing to show up expired. So they'll show it temporarily off the market or withdrawn because they do not want agents to solicit that um, as an expired listing. So definitely think all these things through. Next, yes, point. next one is door knocking, especially for your buyers with specific needs. This has been very effective and we still, even though there's more inventory in the market, that's true. We are still down by about a million listings to get anywhere near a balanced market. So door knocking is very effective. That said, yep. make sure when you're door knocking, you're not really door knocking, looking for a house for a buyer. You're door knocking, looking for a seller for your, uh, for your buyer. You guys yes. get the difference. Don't just be knocking on a door asking if you, if they know, if they are them, you know, someone they know, uh, you know, has a house for sale. You're looking for a listing and then maybe your listing's a match for your buyer. You have to have your head and your frequency tuned into the fact that you are looking for listings. The buyers, you will have to beat off with a stick with the more listings that you have. And you know, one of our most popular podcast series of all of this year was a five day series that we did all about door knocking. I know. So go brush up on that. Well, door knocking's free. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and it also, you know, one thing that I've noticed, especially for newer agents, is door knocking is fantastic for polishing your skills and getting more and more comfortable talking about real estate, talking about different situations in real estate with different types of people. It can really increase your skills quickly when you're consistent. Well, Jules, when they when they join Premier Coaching, you have two plans that they can apply. One is the uh, 90, what are they called? Remind well, we me. have the survival plan. Right. We have the 90-day massive action plan and, of course, the treasure map, which is the most robust. Okay, so the 90-day massive action plan and the survival plan overlap a yeah, good bit. A bit, But yes. the gist of it is, is it's telling you exactly what you should be doing every single day for the next 90 days. Um, and the whole point of it, obviously, and you'll, when you see this, cause it's free with, when you, uh, enroll at premier coaching, text the word premier to four, seven, three, seven, two, what you'll see is that it's giving you no room for error, no room for wondering what you should be doing, no room for where you should be putting your effort because, or spending your money. You're not buying leads. It's not right. predicated on some source really working out for you. The quality of the leads, the quantity of the leads, none of that. The word branding is not part of the 90-day massive action plan. Not mentioned. There were no, <laughs> there's no need for TikTok videos or Mickey Mouse like that. Nope. You're focusing on actually going to actual sellers who actually have houses that they actually want to sell that results in an actual paycheck for you. And you know what's awesome about the sellers that are going into fourth quarter is they are very serious. I read several articles this morning. <clears throat> excuse me, about the ones that are listing are the ones who absolutely have to sell, oh, yeah. which also will allow you to price it correctly. They'll stage it for you, et cetera. Okay. Next on our list of spokes, new build salespeople who can refer you to prospects who have to sell their existing homes. Again, free, easy, easy for you to map all that out. Look for new construction in Google. They'll show you what, who's building what and where. You can also go to newhomesource.com. Super easy. A hundred percent of our listeners can do that. And last but not least, a little reminder, do all of the above, not some or one of what we just mentioned. Do all of it. Point number six, commit to profitability. Don't blow all of your money on the three worst Bs, which mostly we've mentioned, buying buyer leads, building your brand, or building a team. You don't actually need any of those things to be successful or profitable. Excuse me. Sorry. Okay. And point number seven is related well, to But that. also, this is worth mentioning as well. A lot of you think that your job is to join a team and basically to get leads from that uh, team yeah. leader. And I don't just universally say that's a terrible idea because it's not. And some of you, that's going to be a good next step for you. But the reality of it is the sooner than later, you're going to have to learn how to do all this yourself because it's just not as profitable as learning how to do it yourself. Why are you procrastinating actually, you know, jumping out of the nest and learning to fly? 
That's what a lot of you think you do. And I see this happen all the time. And I personally, I actually have a theory. The, the failure rate in real estate is uh, the time, the tenure in the industry is decreasing. And I think the number one reason is because agents never learn the skill sets like what we're talking about today to actually know how to be successful in real estate. They buy their business. They do all this, you know, Mickey Mouse, and they never actually learn how to have a sustainable real estate practice. But the second reason is, and it's essentially the same as the first, but different, is they're joining teams and they're only learning how to do one tiny little facet of the real estate process, yeah. which is working with buyers. They don't really learn how to generate leads. They don't really know how to close transactions. They sure as hell don't learn how to be listing agents. And that is not the way you have to build your business. You can choose to be an individual practitioner. Most of the, well, all of the most profitable real estate agents we've ever coached are at their maturity in their businesses are usually one agent who's focused primarily on being a listing agent and maybe two or three, maybe four team members who are there to service the sellers on behalf of that listing agent. Those are the ones that make the most money always. always. And then with the, what do they do with their buyer leads? They do pre-qualify all their buyer leads. They, and if they have, you know, sometimes they'll have an ISA do it, but again, that's not going to be as effective as doing it yourself. But regardless, they're getting pre-qualified and then those, they're pulling out all those prospective sellers that are showing up as, as, as prospective buyers. And the ones that are just straight up buyers, they refer those buyer leads out to independent agents in their marketplace because agents will stand in line and, you know, around the block and pay 30, 35%, sometimes 40% for a buyer lead. So you will ultimately make more money if you're focused on profit. And this is something a lot of you, I'm going to, I don't know how many of you are actually even going to want to hear what I'm about to say, but it's true. And I've said this before, Julie and I've written about this in our book and we've seen, this is not the way it's always been. When teams were originally created, the team leader, actually, the, you know, the, the person who was taking the risk, the most risk and putting it together, the team was making at least a 50% margin, sometimes more. That is now eroded to the point where most teams are making less than 15%, usually around 10% net profit. And I'm going to put this in perspective. Let's say you have a team and your team earns a million dollars in GCI. You will be doing well based on the current team model if you've made $150,000. Okay, I want you to think about that. It's not a lot. It's not a little. Some markets is nothing because of the you know taxes and cost of living. But the reality of it is, is that's how the those are how the numbers work those out. Those are the real numbers. Yes. Those are the real numbers. So you earn a million dollars. You get all the plaques, the trophies. Everybody thinks you're the greatest thing ever. You have a big team. You're writing books. You're on podcasts. You make you get to say all these big lofty things about how you're a business genius. But you're actually making less money than the 65 year old woman. Who be, who's basically selling, making one hundred and seventy-five to two hundred thousand dollars a year in GCI? Which, and you know, thanks to accelerating prices, that's about twenty fifteen to twenty transactions, depending on how you're set up. It's a hell of a lot less than that in most of the country. Yeah, I mean seriously, but she's making the same net profit as the big peacock flexing all the time agent. Don't who, you who had to do you know say eighty to hundred transactions to make that million GCI to net the same amount of money? So we have one more point left. Well, but the, the moral of the story here is go into these decisions that you're making now with eyes open. Go into these conversations that you're having knowing what the output is. And so do you want to make the decisions about doing all this stuff if the output is not the profit that you want to make to essentially meet or exceed all your financial goals? 
Now, you would think that other people would have these conversations and thoughts, but what's happened is the team model, the marketing, the branding, all that stuff really got started in the 90s, and it's built momentum at differing rates over the last you know 30 years. And so what we're seeing now is perhaps the, the summit of all these ideas because enough that what's happened is the cost of lead generation, commissions, what you have to pay buyer's agents, all the expenses that are associated with having a big team have caused the net profit to be eroded to the point where it almost doesn't even make sense. But this final point I think will really shock most of you. Most brokers make less than 2% net profit. That's like one quarter away from even a month away if it was a dry month to basically the broker having to subsidize the entire team or the entire brokerage. In other words, what Julie was saying, if you are a broker, chances are you're making less than 2% net profit. So your, your brokerage makes a million dollars. You're not making the the 15%. You're making like 20 grand. I know the numbers. I see them all the time. Now, here's the thing. You're not necessarily doing anything wrong. You've just been following a business model that doesn't work like it did 10 years ago or 15 years ago. And if you're learning to build a business from people who've built businesses based on the realities that were in the past generation, and you're wondering why you're not making more net profit, it's because the business model itself doesn't work the same way as it did back when it was originally evolved. I already told you. Here, want proof? Read Gary Keller's book. Um, what the hell is this book? The original one. The Millionaire Real Estate Agent. Okay, Millionaire Real Estate Agent. Gary's book was written out of a series of interviews for a bunch of top producing agents who Julie and I knew basically all of them from Howard Brinton. And we knew all of them because those were basically who we were learning from in our formidable years when we started selling real estate. All of those people. Go look at the picture. It's right there. We know all of them. Most of them, I'd say 90% of them are still selling real estate. The reason that they formed their teams was not to essentially, yes, it was to sell more units and all the rest of it because they won more time off. That's why. But what's happened over the years is the model itself has gotten bastardized to the point where there's no profit in it. And I'm going to tell you guys this too. You might find this hard to believe, but it's true. I had this very conversation with Gary Keller probably five years ago in my kitchen in Texas. And I was having this very conversation with him about this very topic. And I asked him, why is he not saying anything to these agents? Because so many of these agents are setting themselves up, building these big teams for massive financial problems because they're never earning enough money to save, let alone weather the financial storms like the one we're experiencing now. And you know what his answer was? He told me this. He said, because they stopped listening to me. And I asked him what he meant by that. He said at the masterminds that he used to do, he always was trying to get them to focus on net profit. And I totally believe him. But he said over time, a lot of these big uh, you know, teams basically started to want to do more units and they started to focus on the wrong thing. They started to focus on more units and more volume and they weren't focusing on net profit. Okay, well, if you're a brokerage and you're wanting to add agents, you kind of have an incentive for people to big, uh, build big teams, don't you? If you are you know, an aspiring agent and you think the only path forward for you in your career path is to build a big team, who's reinforcing that? Every broker on planet Earth because they benefit from the more agents you add to your team. And if you're in a franchise model, that annual fee that goes back to the corporate HQ, that has to be paid by everybody, every team member, every licensee you add. So they have a financial disincentive for you to focus on net profit. You guys get it? That's the reason no one has these conversations except Julie and I. 
And by yeah. the way, nobody... And then, a- then add to that all the people that are trying to sell you crap all the time with whatever profit you may have left. Well, they were. Most of those companies are going out of business, but yes. yes. Well, we have a shifting market to thank for that. Okay, point number seven, <clears throat> excuse me, related to this, pay yourself first. A lot of these problems will disappear when you realize you've got to pay yourself first. 10% from every commission check goes to your savings, 20% to your dedicated tax account, which is not the same as your savings account, and the rest to your operations account. Save more if possible right from the beginning and do not mix the accounts. Refer to our podcast series about wealth building. Tim, you did a great job on that about a week and a half ago about how to handle all of this. <clears throat> One of the craziest things that I see agents posting on you know, the Facebook groups and all the rest is an agent will say, you know, I just made a $9,500 commission I've got 5000 to spend. What company should I buy leads from? That's a very common post out there right well, now. Well, let, let's drill down on Julie's point number seven. And she's right. I did do a podcast series on wealth building two weeks ago. I had to run solo because Julie was at, at, at peak COVID then. Yeah. That was a lovely experience, it was wasn't awful. it? awful. Can yeah. you believe that SOB virus still has got us basically- Oh my gosh. Go re- away already. Oh my gosh. This is ridiculous. Jeez. Anyway, so- uh, yes, Julie's point here, 10% to savings, 20% to a tax account. And again, I laid it all out for you guys. You need to start uh, working on having at least six months of financial reserves. Do not expect that the government's going to ride in on the white horse and save our butts again like they did during COVID. Not going to happen. And then after you have your financial reserves, keep saving into a savings account. But that becomes your buying property, buying assets, uh, account. That's the way it's going to work. Again, list all this. It's by the way, the last chapter in our book, Harris rules, yep. which is available on Barnes and Noble. I think every single, we wrote that book in 2000 that was released in 2019, but every single point, especially in that last chapter is still relevant. Absolutely. There's nothing that needs to nope. be updated. So go and listen or read our book. It's called Harris rules. Guys, listen, in the meantime, we're going to go on to part two tomorrow. Hopefully we've given you motivation. Hopefully we're heading, you get helping you get your head screwed on straight at the end of the day. Here's the reason that all of you got into real estate because you want to be free. That's the, I read an awesome quote by Charlie Munger yesterday. He said, basically his passion, the thing that's driven him. And he did use the word passion was the desire to be free, was the desire not to be beholden. Ultimately what you want more than anything, more than the awards, more than the plaques, more than the accolades, more than all the other ego things is you want to be financially free. And here's the magical thing. You can absolutely 100% accomplish that and not in your lifetime. Why wait that long? In the next two to three years, you absolutely can. You just have to run your business into around the idea that you're going to produce profit. And with that profit, you reinvest it. You have to assume that the profit will never come unless you build it in when you're starting your business. In other words, do not just assume that there's going to be profit left over at the end. If you operate like that, there will never be profit left over in the end. You have to be greedy. You have to be selfish. You have to take the profit off the top of every deal and force yourself to save it. Don't just save with what's left. Don't just save when you have some big transaction. You'll never save. You'll I've never seen it. a single person that we know or a coaching client ever save any other way besides that. Yeah. I've seen a lot of them think what you just said. Well, you know, next time I get both sides of a transaction or next time I sell something that's a million dollars or next time, next time, next time, I'll just save that. You guys never do. And that's not predictable or duplicatable. You have to have the discipline to do it off of every single check. And yes, that probably means that you have to do a few more transactions than you think to actually build up your reserves first and then be able to invest. 
But that's okay. We know how to teach you to do that. Every single call I've had, and Dan Lesniak has been bringing me tons of new people. He's one of, he's an absolute, him and his wife sold $732 million of real estate last year, over a thousand transactions. They just joined DXP. Uh, Dan joined DXP with us at, in our group, and he's been having me on calls constantly talking to small teams, big teams, small brokerages, big brokerages. Mm-hmm. And one of the big takeaways that everyone a hundred percent resonates with, but none of them do is stay in alignment with your truest purpose as to the reason you got into real estate in the first place or own any damn business at all, ever anything. It's to make a profit. Do not think anyone's going to buy your real estate business. Real estate businesses do not sell. They just don't. And if they do, they're selling for basically not like if your business earned $100,000, guess what your business is worth? $100,000. But good luck finding someone to pay you $100,000 for it. It doesn't happen. So your real estate business has no value. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Neither did ours. It's just the way it goes. So the real value that you derive from real estate, selling real estate will not make you rich. It's what you do with the profits from selling real estate that will make you rich. And by the way, if you're not making any profit, from having sold real estate through this past market, you better get your crap together fast because the market we're entering into will eat you alive, I promise you. Take this stuff seriously, guys. Julie and I are being, you know, really, honestly, after all these calls I've been doing with Dan, I'm so fired up because I'm so much, it's reinforced all the things that you and I have always said. But the problem is <laughs> during a boom market when everything's selling itself and money's flowing so easily, yeah. it's easy not to listen to Tim and Julie, frankly. That's right. Well, all ships rise, right? Exactly. And, and that's been going on for quite some time. So it was easy to get used to that. And now you guys, some of you listening are kind of freaking out. And that's why we're being extra direct with you because we don't want you to become a real estate roadkill statistic. That's right. You don't have to be. You can create financial independence for yourself faster than you think. So you have two homework assignments. If you've not yet joined Premier Coaching, come on now. What the heck are you waiting for? Did I mention it doesn't cost you anything? Text the word Premier to 47372. If you're outside of the continental United States, just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Remember in texting, message and data rates may apply. Every single one of you need to be having a conversation with me about joining EXP Realty. Just explore it. Know what you're saying no to if you're thinking that you don't need to move over to EXP Realty. It's perfect for a new agent. It's perfect for experienced agent. Perfect for a small team. It's perfect for luxury agents, rural agents, city agents. It does not matter. All of y'all. All y'all, right? Texas agents, there you go. <laughs> so text. Uh, all you've got to do is just text me directly on my real cell phone at 512-758-0206. Do not call. I will not answer because I'm almost always on the phone, you know, returning a text. But if you're ready to have the conversation about eXp Realty, which all of you should be, and you've not yet chosen your eXp Realty sponsor, we would be honored if you would consider us uh, for that role in your life. Text us directly at 512-758-0206. Hey, Julie, we did pretty good considering the fact that we're in recovery mode with COVID. I know. We're getting better every day. We are. I hope so. (laughs) We're fighting our way back. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.